0: live from master closet studios you're listening to the only podcast on the internet that's experiencing all new emotions again again yeah, yeah. again it was like oh this person we just met died that's sad but this time it was like it's no river. River. i was telling trip uh, that the first time we covered this on the podcast i don't think i had seen the husbands of river song mm-hmm. yet so this one hit me even harder the third time because it was She's just like, like oh, oh the towers of derillium oh Haircut in the new suit. Hey, it's the news in <laughs> the hoopian. Haircut in the suit. <laughs> my name is Austin. I'm the Hoobie, and These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're, we're the noobs. And Jared's not here today. No. Sad times. Nerf. Hey, Snarf. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that, Jared? You got a Snarf in your honor. <laughs> you this is the podcast that's introducing a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode or two each and every single week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before and, and two sons, sons who hadn't. haven't. Ha- have actually in this have. case we, we have. have have it's in the script guys welcome to episode I'm 193 covering series four episodes eight and nine silence in the library and forest of the dead this is the one where we haven't met river song yet also there's carnivorous shadows and existential horror and river takes forever to say everybody lives oh my gosh yeah <laughs> we have notes do we have <laughs> notes wait did yes we, we, did do. we do did we, we, do. Did we, we write down about have that have notes we had you better. wrote
1: Somebody, somebody. This skimmed may the be notes. a case where we were losing our minds so well, hard was that we didn't write it
0: down at all. Oh so, yeah, Corbin, skim through the notes, find a spot that's appropriate, and stick it in there, and don't get distracted while they do. The production <laughs> notes. This was story number one ninety five. Hey, wait, did I um? Is this right?
2: Um. All of a sudden, that's not, up to you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did those. That's I don't up
0: know. to you. Hang on, I'm 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 all of a sudden I'm not positive if I actually went in and updated that, Dad. And uh, I well, son, <laughs> I mean I know I had one job, but well, I might not have done it.
1: Well, did this episode release in two thousand eight?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't even find the episode.
1: I think it's right, because the first season was 2005. Okay,
0: so let's go around? with uh, May 31st and June 7th, 2008, to 6.27 and 7.84 million oh, wow.
1: British viewers.
2: Americans don't count. That was a uh, big jump. A million viewers <laughs> a million came and a on and a for viewers, the second yeah. half.
0: Uh, this was written by Stephen Moffat, which made us laugh, because that makes two in a row for the best ofs. Oh, yeah. And, it's, and then there was the one of many
1: of coincidences. Well, like, yeah, many yeah.
0: Uh, This was directed by Euros Lin. I'm going to give you a rundown of his episodes. And I I think we might have mentioned this once upon a time, that Euros Lin has a feel to him Mm -hmm. that that you might pick up on when I read you his list of episodes. The End of the World, The Unquiet Dead, Children in in Need special. I'm glad I copied that one. Tooth and Claw, The Girl in the Fireplace, The Idiot's Lantern, Fear Her, the Runaway Bride, Silence in the Library, Force of the Dead, and The End of Time. He's a little wow. creepy. Wow.
2: Just a little. Oh, Eurus
0: is a little creepy.
2: I love all of those, except for Tooth and Claw. They're all
0: great. Eh, Tooth and Claw was not one of the best ones. Which one no. is that? Uh There's no such thing as aliens. It's werewolves. I mean- the other, strike that reverse <laughs> <What>? it. <laughs> yeah there's no such thing as aliens
2: that would be a funny twist <laughs> <laughs> aliens don't exist they're just werewolves <laughs> just werewolves
0: what are you crazy hey um i didn't put down anything for miscellaneous trivia and cast because i figured we kind of covered that last yeah. time we did this um and i i don't i don't even remember nobody was sticking out in my mind of we mm. who we even covered last time we probably covered um uh, Alex Kingston back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I'm not real sure. Uh, so Wibbly Wobbly Memories, because we're doing the best ofs, we wanted to remember what we thought we remembered about this episode, and then how did that line up with what we actually remembered? So last time we, we told you what we thought we remembered, which uh, I kind of feel like you guys had a lot more of the beats mm-hmm. down than I did um which is not unusual. I tend I tend to I tend to grab on to little details, you know, like the, yeah. like the chicken like going through the shadows and coming out, you know, completely stripped and everything. Um stuff like that. So, uh trip you want to hit hit your notes here.
2: So, I completely forgot about the little girl like yeah. 100%. Cal? I I forgot that that was even a part of this. I don't remember them talking to a computer. I don't remember like <laughs> any of that and I don't know did yeah, I just don't remember any of that. I, I, I don't remember, remember, like... The, I remember 4,066 uh, people were saved, yeah, no survivors. but I didn't remember,
0: like, who I saved them I remember they were uploaded what. to a computer, but that's as far as I got. Yeah, I, I just I remember, remember the like, little girl. I like, virtual
2: reality thing. As like,
0: soon as we saw her, though, I went, oh, right, Dr. Moon. Really? And, and that whole... thing yeah, as forgot soon as Dr. I saw Moon, her, it all I forgot Dr. Moon, I her. Back. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. And, um... And I thought this, the opening scene where they walk into the library and he's like, Spoilers, I thought that was with Eleven as like I mean, a that's call back hit. to River. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was actually a call forward? Yeah. yeah I don't know. And mm-hmm. so. A call front? Yeah. I thought that was with Eleven in uh, Amy, but apparently not. Nope. I don't know what. I guess I thought they came to this library twice. I don't know. We've been in multiple libraries, though, I'm sure. I know. There
1: was the Doctor's TARDIS. Well,
0: that's... well, no, no, no. There was there was a library that we went to one time because remember there was like somewhere there there was a library there were like a there was like an encyclopedia that was liquid or something. Yeah, it was like I think it was on yeah. Gallifrey
2: or something. Maybe I know we've been in multiple yeah. libraries, so yeah. I, I got this mixed up. Yeah, and then also this is a weird thing, but I thought he threw the chicken leg before Evangelista died, or and those like happened like. Close. It was very
0: close, yeah.
2: I thought like she kind of went off and then he threw the leg to show everybody what happened so that when we saw her, everybody knew what happened.
0: This was one of those times where I felt like the doctor underprepared everyone. Like, stay out of the shadows and stick together and point the flashlights and didn't tell anybody (laughs) why. Set
2: up lights Until
1: somebody got
0: eaten. Put your helmets off like that. Isn't that
1: always kind of what he does?
0: I don't know. Maybe half and half, yeah. I mean, I feel like there's times where he like...
1: Explains yeah, the whole he, thing. I don't know. He does I the like, sit down talk, especially with the big baddies like Daleks. Anytime they show up, <laughs> here's just a Dalek. Like, they're terrible. Run. They'll just tell people what to do, and yeah, it takes yeah. until someone dies for people to be like, "Oh,
0: yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right." So I guess this is a general criticism I have of the Doctor. Not this. episode. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so.
2: he's kind of just like ahead of everybody, and like doesn't mind doesn't care I mean, he doesn't care it. about catching everybody else up.
0: Corbin, uh, what I I, I
1: kind of took liberty and wrote this for you. Well, I couldn't remember at all what was under uh, Miss Evangelista's uh, veil. That thing looks so You weird. couldn't remember it at um, all. It was so okay. You remembered it was something bad. Okay. I didn't remember Miss Evangelista. Oh. I also didn't oh, remember wow. the simulation being a central part of the episode. I just remembered
2: yeah. River being put in there That at was the like end. the back half of the second episode. Yeah, I did the, not remember it being I such remembered,
0: a big I remembered everybody being uploaded. And River getting uploaded at yeah. the very end.
2: I felt like we talked about it more than we actually spent inside of the simulation. That's how you remember it, you mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and that was my note, was I completely forgot about Donna's existential nightmare. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Which we... All
0: well, the kids by the, way, are the same. The reappearance of existential nightmares on the checklist Sometimes this week. Sometimes not
2: looking or when you close your eyes... We just, stop. just save it, save it, save it. It's all there. It's all
1: there. <laughs> so don't what? don't get into it now. Buddy. And
0: the
2: final
1: <sighs> tragedy of this episode with the oh. dude with the stutter. Yeah. Oh. That that whole no. thing. Like the whole
0: the whole storyline, like you said, Trip, of them being in the simulation. Yeah, I don't remember. I either. forgot about. Like I once we got into it and I was like, Oh, oh Evangelista, yeah. and she's talking about how she's pretty, so people think she's dumb. And then like no, you're just dumb. Um I was like, Oh sorry, wait, just yeah, just yeah I kind of remember. Oh yeah, her face was messed up, and
2: I don't remember. That kind of I remember it looking glitchy, not like warped. I thought it was like staticky or oh, something, like,
0: like pixelated and and digitally glitching out instead of just being yeah, some like something like,
2: that. <laughs> like like a like, like a, a dumb Snapchat filter. <laughs> 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 it looked like a bad Snapchat filter. They
0: spent a million dollars on that effect in two thousand and eight. and Now you can do it on your phone.
2: That's probably what happened. Yep. So, anyways.
0: Um, so the, uh, checklist, we were going to sort of run through this some, but, uh, the name of the episode, Spoken in Dialogue, I don't think we got, e- actually, there may have been s- silence in the library. I think that might've been said by the doctor at one point.
1: Maybe. He said something about it's silent. Oh yeah, he yeah, said it's I silent Yeah, I can't
0: remember if he ever actually said the phrase. I didn't write it down if he did. And then, uh, Force of the Dead was, was not, it was, it was, like it was an implication. Biggest
2: library in the world, so why is it silent or something yeah. Where he is everybody? It in a roundabout way. Yeah, uh, the creature
0: of the week. Holy crap, Moffat! This is why we love you. Oh, the yes. Vashta Narada. It's what's in the dark. It's what's always
1: in the dark. He just establishes right there. They're always there.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, they are the piranhas Earth. of the air. But we don't have them on Earth, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> the doctor said at one point. They are the Vashta Narada, literally, the shadows that melt the flesh. So I thought this is a, you know, a jibberty jabberty, Vashta Narada, some alien language. Jared Googled it. He missed that line where, where the doctor said that. He missed that line. So he Googled it and it's Latin and that's what it means. Oh, <laughs> it's shadows
2: that melt the flesh? The shadows
0: that melt the flesh. Um, and then the last detail is you can only see them occasionally. And then he looks at Donna out of the side of his eye and says, dust in the sunlight. <gasps> to which Donna and the entire audience collectively craps their pants and gasps. And gasps. <laughs> uh, the Sonic. Donna learns in this episode that it doesn't do wood. I, d- I love every time a companion discovers this. And especially as the Sonic has turned more and more into a magic wand. When you suddenly discover that it has this one glaring thing that is yeah. so glaring that the doctor has mentioned it multiple times. Oh yeah, of like yeah. I think eleven said it once. Like I got to get a wood like, setting. This what? is embarrassing. You know <laughs> uh, that episode where there was a wooden Cyberman?
2: Oh my gosh! Do <sighs> you that y'all remember was that? Hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Um, River has one, which the doctor says it looks <laughs> just like it looks like mine. It looks just like no. Mine, it to doesn't which we paused it, it and looked at each other and went,
2: "No, it don't."
0: And it it doesn't n- at all. It looks I'm like kinda... something
2: that you would build, but it yes. looks nothing
0: like. It looks nothing like yours. yours. It looked more what? like 11s, if anything, but even that is loose. Yeah, you know, it's it, yes, it is a Sonic screwdriver. If you if you had that on a uh-huh. shelf next to all the other Sonics, you would definitely go that fits in, but it does not in any way, shape, or form Mm-mm. resemble the one that nine and ten
2: use. So maybe he meant 9 that's make sense. a Sonic. Screwdriver, like, but that's, he said it looks driver. like mine, it looks just like well. Mine. I mean, we've established that he made up sonic screwdrivers, like, he built that, so maybe he meant like that it, looks right. like my design or something, like I that guess. looks that's not what he said. See, that's wait. a sonic screwdriver.
0: Um, so so later on, he says, So one day I'm just going to give you my sonic, to which I went, No, he doesn't,
1: mm. doesn't
0: 12 do does not give no. her because now, wait a minute, I just thought of something. I what? just thought of something. What? Have we talked about this before? That would have made more sense. What? Twelve didn't get his own Sonic screwdriver, right? Yeah. Didn't he? Use, did he use Elevens for a bit?
2: For the first. And then he the switched to the Sonic sunglasses.
0: Yeah, he's, and then he switched to the Sonic sunglasses and had that. And then in his final season, he got that he got really the cool blue. Coolest. One. Yeah, he got one a very ever. cool blue one. Why didn't he get this one? Wow. Isn't that what should have happened? He should have gotten this Sonic yeah. screwdriver, except shiny and new, and then over the course of the next season, it would get old and busted
1: like it is. But Sonic and then sunglasses? He, huh? I said, but Sonic sunglasses. No, no,
0: no. I'm saying when he got yeah, his when Sonic he gets screwdriver, his screwdriver, screwdriver, it should have been that. I one.
1: think we did talk about this.
0: I think I ranted about this in that episode when Probably. we covered that episode. I said, why wasn't it? Or maybe I ranted about it in the Husbands of River Song. He should have gotten this sonic screwdriver. It would have been a great fan moment Uh that would have been lost on newer viewers, Uh right? And it wouldn't have mattered. And then when he gives it to her at the Towers of Daryllium,
2: it would have been his sonic screwdriver. Does he ever give her a sonic? 12? Yeah. He gives her this one. We see that
0: happen in the Husbands of River Song we see uh, him literally give her this sonic screwdriver. So why?
2: What is this? Is
0: this, this is his junk screwdriver. He that said, he's like, I, I don't think even he care. says, like, there's something that said that impl that's implying that he made it for her. Oh. She gets her very own, and that's the thing is it's never his. He made it for her. He built it for her. And I, do, which is neat and sweet, and that's a great way of doing it, but except that it breaks he this lineup. It. Yeah, yeah, it messes this lineup. Where he says, "So one day I'm just going to give you my Sonic," and it would have made sense for her to do that, for him to have done that.
3: Yeah,
0: and and give it to him, especially or give it to her, especially because where does that? Where does husbands of River Song fall? Is that is that before? Is that after his last season? I can't remember um. how close. Husbands of River Song is to Twice Upon a Time. Because they're both Christmas specials. Was there a whole season in between with
3: Bill? Or was it the so, year where
1: they did it season?
0: Did we just go from Husbands of River Song to
2: Twice Upon a I Time? I really don't think so. Because
0: I don't think he had a whole season after Husbands of River Song. Did he, Corbin? You got it?
1: Um, I'm trying to see. Well the next one is the return of Doctor Mysterio.
0: Oh so we did. So the whole really? the whole season with Bill was yeah, after
1: that. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So yeah, the su- Okay, so was it in Hellbent that he got his blue one? Uh, I can't remember when he got that blue blue screwdriver. Yeah, why did he get a s-
2: Oh, I don't even remember. It. it was
0: a big it was a big to do when it happened. I remember that. Like it was it was it was like wrapping up a season or something or wrapping up an epic two-parter. I don't remember. Anyways, um it bothers me that that there wasn't enough um well, yeah. Hellbent
1: is both a end of a two-parter and an end of a season. So Yeah, is that yeah. when he got
0: it? I think that would make sense. Maybe because he was coming out of the time dial, yeah. the confession dial. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, and we learned in this episode that, that hair dryers interfere with the sonic screwdriver. <laughs> so he's either picking up alien tech or someone's drying their hair. <laughs> I love that bit. Um, we had, um, oh, I, I just threw onto the checklist catchphrases because uh, we had the doctor say, oh, that's why I love a little shop. <laughs> she said um, something about the, uh, the exit. You know, they're trying to figure out how to get out of the library a different way. And she says, "Oh, the, the 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 little shop. They always make you go through there on the way out." And he says, "See, that's why I love a little shop, because he had mentioned that earlier." Um, and then he tells Proper Dave, "I'm sorry, Proper Dave. I'm so so sorry." And it just reminded me how much that kills me every time <sighs> Tim says that that line. It's always so sad. Uh, random jiggery pokery. We had the return of the squareness gun because again, we decided to do two stories in a row by Moffat that apparently also featured the squareness gun. Oh yeah. Holy yeah. cow. Along with oh, everything obviously.
2: else that happened in set. You this, know
0: what's funny does, is-
1: Does River ever use a squareness gun ever again? No. I don't think so. I
0: don't know, but here's, here's a funny bit. I remember reading this and it made less sense when I read this than it does now doing these two stories basically back to back. Mo- Moffitt Moffat has said in a DVD commentary or an interview or something, it's, it's on the Wikia, that it was always in the back of his mind that um, that Captain Jack – wait, did Nine take the squareness? Nine stole the squareness gun and replaced it with a banana. Remember oh, that? Oh,
2: yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So Moffat said it was always in the back of his mind that the Ninth Doctor stole a squareness gun and then – put it in the TARDIS somewhere and river and took that's it. where river got it. And so her squareness gun is captain Jack's yeah, it's kept- that mm. was, and it's not uh. established anywhere as far as I know, but he said that was always in the back of his mind, which is why I guess it pops up here in this episode. Um, for him,
2: that's why she has it is huh. because
0: it was captain Jack's and I'm just like, that's
2: hilarious. Why was her squareness gun offset?
0: Oh yeah. That was, that was my next note was that it's always crooked. It yeah. was never parallel and perpendicular it was to the, the ground. same
2: crooked as well. Yeah,
0: it was always at like a like a 30 like degree angle. <laughs> it, was like, it wasn't even a 45. It was like just a little off but kilter. But Captain alignment Jack's wasn't
2: off. like that, so...
1: Uh, was it not? He must have got busted during that episode. I think it was. Oh, that's
0: what it was. It's it been rattling around in the TARDIS <clears> for too long. That's uh, So, it got damaged. It's out of alignment. <laughs> uh, we got some um, uh, jibberty jabberty where the doctor talks about Uh, basically like good old books you know you can't you can't really replace books we're here in the 54th century or 51st century or whatever which all of a sudden is reminding me that was captain jack's time he says by now you have hollow vids direct-to-brain downloads fiction mist whoa hold on hang on hey okay hollow vids make sense direct-to-brain downloads makes a lot of sense i get that i can i can imagine that fiction mist what is what is that
2: They throw water at you, and you go.
0: And Cor and Corbin says you can't smell the mist, (laughs) because he says books you can smell books. And Corbin's like, I can smell mist. Yeah, I I can smell. I would think so. Anyways, um, okay. Do y'all want to park in existential horror Uh, for a little while? Maybe just a little. I wrote Um. I wrote this back into this section when I made the first note, not realizing that I was going to have a total of four notes. So, first of all, the whole idea of the data ghost is just horrifying. Terrifying. The idea that that, uh, and and obviously it's a it's a particular situation. So it's not. This is not the fate of every human in Doctor Who.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We do know the fate of every human in Doctor Who is to end up in that library that Bill ended up with the glass people. Oh we, yeah! <laughs> Remember, we discovered that that's waiting for all of us. Apparently, um, but. If you are using this particular type of communication system, and you you die while wearing it, then a part of your consciousness is going to linger on. You know what I just thought? Only of? sometimes, though. Only sometimes. But yeah, why did it happen saying. with all of them? It did happen very often in this episode, which is which is weird. They're like, sometimes this
2: happens, and it's like, you mean all the times? Yeah, it happened with her grandfather or whatever and it happened. Yeah, it like, lasted for weeks. My great uncle or whatever. Yeah, I think the they fr- were
0: selling it short when they said it happened sometimes. I think what they mean is sometimes someone's wearing one of these when they die. And oh. anytime you're wearing this when you die, this happens to you. I it's just now dawning on me. Think about this. Let's let's double down on the existential dread here. Miss Evangelista gets, you know, absolutely eviscerated down to her bones. I mean, they look bleached by the time the Vashti Narada are done. And so her consciousness lingers in the calm system while a copy of her consciousness was simultaneously
1: uploaded to Cal. Wait. Poorly, apparently. Yes. And then got magically fixed. Poorly. Later. Yeah, yeah, of course poorly Mm
0: -hmm. so while she is trying to figure out what the heck is happening in her new reality that she finds herself in a copy of her is deteriorating and and going through like all the stages of alzheimer's in
2: like three minutes back down on the on the library planet that's just so crazy there's three versions of her one died immediately The other one lingered on as a ghost. And then the other one was in the simulation. And
0: presumably lives as long as the planet's still there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And now... And now you know the basis of every episode of Black Mirror. (laughs) 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 So so many episodes of Black Mirror deal with, well, if you can fully simulate a human consciousness and you can copy a human consciousness, what kind of horrifying things can we do with that information? That's basically... (laughs) Not every episode of Black Mirror, but a you lot talk of
2: talk to yourself.
0: Uh, <gasps> oh no. No, nothing is mundane. Oh, as no, that. nothing nothing's
2: cool. It's gotta be scary
0: <laughs> What was that? Yeah, like keep you up at night type of crap going forward. I, I wanna watch Black I hope Mirror. that technology comes around after I'm gone. Like yeah. anyways. Um the real oh, how about this line from Doctor Moon? It's a great Excuse line. me, young eight year old girl.
2: I would like a to tell breakdown. you, yes,
0: <laughs> the me, the one who trusts, who, who you trust implicitly, who has been guiding you back to mental sanity, would like to tell you that the real world is a lie, and your nightmares are real. What? He said that uh, so matter-of-factly, it made it twice as horrible. Yeah. It's just like ah, because it's not a crazy oh, so person. Forget
2: everything you taught me in the last like five years. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> gotcha. Exactly.
0: Gotcha. The last hundred plus years. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Um, gotcha.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: and then we get to the line trip started uh, earlier Mummy, when you're not here it's like
1: we're not here either mm, how do you even how can you know that it uh um, i mean
0: we can open up a whole can of worms
1: there they're consciously
0: aware what is it like not
1: to being, being conscious aware. how
0: is that possible i think it's only possible if it comes back like if your consciousness ceases to be You're not aware of it by definition. Aren't they also
2: used to like when you go to sleep?
1: Hmm? Wouldn't they be used to the kind of weird jumps in reality?
0: Well, I think they are because everybody seems to be going along with everything until you start questioning it, and then when you start questioning it, the kids are like, "Yeah, mom, it is kind of weird now that you mention it." Whenever you close your eyes. I kind of feel like I'm not here anymore. I think it's... I've never seen you close your eyes because right when you're about to close them, I don't remember anything until I see your eyes opening back up again. It's like Trip was saying. It's kind of like being asleep. I'm pretty sure those You know that time has
2: passed between them, but you don't know how long. Yeah, you
0: know something went on in between there, but you were unconscious. You were not awake. You were not experiencing it. Dreams are the only thing we have to go on, but when you sleep without a dream, you just... One minute, you were... Here at eleven p.m. and the next minute you were there and it's seven a.m. and you have no idea what happened yeah. in between.
1: I think it's a little less horrifying than we're thinking because I'm pretty sure those kids are just vessels for her like subconscious thoughts.
0: Why does that make it less horrifying? They seem to be self-aware.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm. They don't I'm seem to be just bots. They're part they seem of to her. be self-aware. I'm saying they're not actually self-aware. It's like a manifestation of the thoughts she's having.
2: Well now you're questioning what because it is to they, be they, self-aware. <laughs> yeah, but I think therefore eh? Eh. Eh? it's it seems to me like
1: they're um they only started questioning anything as soon as she
2: did. So it seems like well yeah, like that said, you only realize something well, once Cor- people are saying saying you know, Their like, alternative
0: view is they're just part of her. The, yeah. Yeah, they're,
2: yeah. But that doesn't make it better. Just that line alone.
0: I mean, yes, once you delve into it, it could go this way. It could go that way. But just the line on its own is just like, "Ah, Mommy, it's kind of like when you're not here, we're not here. Ah, Please don't ever blink again. And then she says, Mommy promises to never close her eyes again. And then in looking from the son to the daughter, boom, they're gone. It's like, no. No. It's like your worst nightmares. Um, Okay. Holy crap. Okay. Okay. So speaking of the the weirdness of the time jumps and all this kind of stuff, Donna lived almost a decade. I put almost a decade. We know it was nine years because she said – or sorry, Dr. Moon said, I've been treating you for these past two years. That's Mm -hmm. the first thing she experiences. And then all of a sudden she's married and Dr. Moon says, these last seven years, right? So it's been nine years. The – and – it's been like under an hour. Yeah. She experienced nearly a decade in under an hour. The other 4,022 survivors, non-survivors
1: who were saved, were in there for a hundred years. Surely you just got to refresh them every once in a while, right? I don't know.
2: and, and, well, and they're they living lives not in an hour or two. Well, and the other they crazy thing is- They were clearly not aging, though. It's been nine years- but you can tell they're both the same age, and they don't seem to realize it. Yeah. So yeah.
0: And the other thing is, so give him five thousand I mean, okay, years. Do we? Do whatever. we get her husband's name?
2: Do we get? I don't remember. Okay, him. I can't. remember
0: Whatever what the guy's it is. name was, Martha. Think about something. for him. How long has he been in there without her? When all her, of a sudden yeah. he yeah, when all of a sudden he meets Donna, you know. So it's it's kind of this weird dichotomy of like for whatever reason. Doctor Moon is jumping Donna forward to fully integrate her or whatever. Maybe it stops after no, because it doesn't stop after that point because she still has the thing where she's like, maybe I'll go see her the next day at the park, and then boom, she's in the park, wow. and it's the next day. So I, I just think like, how does that even work? And like Corbin says, do you just, you just every every couple of months you just reset them or. Do you speed them up and slow them down or have they lived multiple lives and you just don't yeah. remember? Do you let them live a full life and then you reset them? When, how far back do you reset them? The moment that they beamed in or do you take them all the way back to childhood? Uh, you know, just
2: all that kind so, of stuff. Yeah. So. How, do you, how do you figure this out? It's a computer. So,
0: once again. Um, other stuff we noticed. Uh, spoilers. We got the, uh, the, the introduction of that idea with River Song. The doctor said it at the beginning of the episode before River showed up and said it multiple times. I didn't remember that. Yeah, I was thinking that. Like River, I, said,
2: I thought this scene was a callback. What later? You,
0: you at the beginning this of scene? the library. Uh-huh. I
2: thought that that was a like I thought that took place in a different episode and was right. a calling back to River. Right.
0: So so in this episode we have river saying it to the doctor a bunch and later on she says it to 11 a bunch and so it becomes a thing and then later on when the time streams get all wibbly wobbly and we and river song first comes into being she hears 11 say the word spoilers and she's like i forget she's like oh i like that one or something like that hmm. so we kind of get you're supposed to believe there that it's it's like a an ontological paradox it's River got that phrase from the doctor who got it from River, who got it from the doctor. So like, where did it ever come from? This episode kind of breaks that. Because you know, he because says it. He said it first. Even though she said it like, well, no, because she didn't hear him say it. In this episode. Mm-hmm. Anyways, anyways. So in other words, the idea of spoilers purely from the doctor, not yep. from River at all. Anyways. He says, I never land on Sundays Sundays are boring, and I think I remember us saying when we first covered this episode that that was a bit of a a joke, because Doctor Who didn't air on Sundays (laughs) until 13. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So uh, 13th Doctor, I don't remember if all three of her seasons were on Sundays, but at some point they were- At least two. Yeah, at least, uh, yes, certainly. I don't remember if her first series was, but I feel like it might have been. I think all three series of hers were on Sundays, so- Oh, poor Jody. Didn't get a fair shake.
1: Um, what's this note, Corbin? When it was uh, counting the number of life forms in the thing. Oh, yeah. It maxed out oh, at oh, like. It broke or whatever. It maxed out at like 999 million. No, it's no, it, it, it maxed out, out at, at exactly 1 trillion. trillion. Oh, it's like, what it makes why even is less that sense? Where you I mean, yeah,
0: so my first thought was wait a minute. A computer would never stop at 1 trillion it would stop at 999 billion, 900, you know, all nines. If it's going to take over, it would just max out all of those uh, those yeah. places. And Corbin's like, no, it would max out at some power of two, actually, is what it would really do. And I was like, oh yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, yeah. It only max
1: out at whatever if it was manually programmed to do that. And yeah, normally people manually program it to max out at nine 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 nine. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Because then you you just go instead of one trillion, you go all the way to nine trillion Exactly. That's what I was saying. Is you would max like, out yeah, all of those. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So um the monotone reading of that panicked
1: message is oh, hilarious. Yeah. What? I think uh oh, start. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I don't I don't really. It was like, it was what one is, of the what nodes. The last message. Yeah. yeah,
0: it was one of the nodes saying, run, dear God. Please run. <laughs> it was just like My so God. monotone, yeah, it but it was like, obviously the panic screaming of a dying person. <laughs> you know, they're everywhere. They're coming. Please run. You know, it's just so it's monotone. Like, huh? It makes it even, I, I, I wrote hilarious, but it also makes it kind of creepy and chilling too. So I love other Dave and proper Dave, not only that they exist, but that whole
2: Bit he he was here guy, first, so like yeah, he, he he's proper.
0: The bit where he explains it makes me laugh, and then the fact that they stuck with that nomenclature for the rest of the episode.
2: He, he's like, he, no, no, I'm I'm not the even. Even when
0: one of them dies,
2: oh yeah, they're still, still using proper.
0: yeah, they're still using proper Dave. Yeah, that was great. Um, oh my gosh, I love that the the soundtrack music of the doctor like running through the library is being played on the television
1: for Cal. I love That's when funny. movies do that. Like we yeah, watched Kong like last night, and almost every single song in that movie is incorporated into the it's, movie it's itself. Actually somehow, yeah. there's a
0: name for that type of sound slash music, and I can't think of what it is. Honestly, I love that. That's how yeah. all movies yeah. should
1: do it. I, think. I
0: like I like when you have the the music as you know, like soundtrack, and then all of a sudden it fades into ambient sound where it all of a sudden it's not real bassy and and playing over top of everything it fades into you can tell that it's being recorded as it comes out of a speaker or something and you go oh it's actually there they're actually hearing this
1: or someone pauses it as they take out an earbud
2: or something
0: right yes yes yeah that's um but this takes it to a whole other level because this takes the that that idea right you're hearing the music and then suddenly, as as it pulls back, you hear the music coming out of a television set. Except it's not, you know, a song being played. It's the action adventure music happening, it's the
1: soundtrack.
0: right? Happening, yeah, it's and and so it's saying that it's it's kind of a weird fourth wall thing where the little girl is not watching security camera footage. No, She's watching. She's well, watching, watching a produced television show. In her in her framework in her frame story of being this little girl in a house not being in the library, I love that. I love that so much. Um, Cal has every kid's dream: a remote to shut up their parents. Okay, uh, she just like zapped her dad away. Um, immediately regretted it. That She's was, like, that I was
2: don't know. yeah. Uh,
0: reminds me of a uh, Twilight Zone episode where uh, this boy his wishes would come true so his parents is his entire family are just just live in constant fear of him because he's like 6 and he can wish for anything and it'll happen so they're like constantly terrified of what he might do if they make him even remotely mad because he's a first grader and um, there's a scene where um, somebody's like oh don't like don't say something bad to him and they're like why and they're and he's like uh uh his sister and it's like why what happened to his sister and like later in the episode they open the bedroom door to the sister and she's staring at a television. And as she turns and looks at the camera, she has no mouth.
3: Ah, it's just like,
0: like Neo in the matrix. Just gone, (laughs) you know, And and it's because he wished her mouth away. So now she doesn't have a mouth. Yeah. Horrifying. Um, what was the last one here? Um, Oh, why is it that when the survivor, the, the not survivors who were saved, when they come back, they're all in the same clothes. Like, I kind of get what they're going for here, except that the idea is they were transported out, right? Uh, Star Trek beam out style. They They were transported out but had had nowhere to go, so the computer stored them in Mm -hmm. memory. And then when they came back, their bodies came back. So why didn't their clothes? Like, Donna's clothes came back. Donna was not wearing the black outfit, the black turtlenecks that everybody was wearing. Which,
1: that's what breaks it. If she wasn't wearing If she was wearing it, yeah, that would make sense.
0: It. That would make sense. But she was wearing the clothes that she was wearing when she got, oddly enough, beamed up. Like, I still don't understand why she got what happened uploaded. There? The doctor tried to beam her using the library's teleport system to the TARDIS, which yeah. would have made her safe. That, and that could be it. She made it there, sort of. But before she could fully materialize, she was... So...
1: It's weird what exactly... The computer is doing to store them. But I think the implication was all the other people in there were teleporting away. Yeah. But they didn't have like ships to teleport to. Right. So when they dematerialized, it just took that information and stored it. So I assume when he goes to teleport her to wherever, the computer just did the same thing. It just, it took all that and sucked her into the computer. But that breaks... Because how the heck did Evangelista get in there without going through the teleport? I still don't understand my yeah. part. Yeah,
0: I don't think they even gave us an explanation for no, that. No, they didn't. Just that she was saved partially and poorly. Maybe, and that's why her maybe face was the
1: thing has Wi-Fi. The little <laughs> collar thing.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, probably. Um, yeah, so the, that whole thing, like I said, was broken by Donna. If Donna had been in the black jumpsuits, it would have made sense. Like... For whatever reason, when you get stored and brought back, this is what yeah, it's sure. like. Yeah, that, that's what it looks like. You know like. what I just thought of? This is this sets up what happens to the doctor in the confession dial, because this this is exactly what he does. He's stored in the buffers. Oh, and that's why he's able to bring himself back. I just thought about that.
1: I also just thought Evangelista was teleported in, but Proper Dave and no one else who died was it was only miss evangelista until until the very end until the very end um
0: unless they were and we just didn't see them mm. because we didn't see anybody else in there except for donna and and evangelista and donna's husband and the fake kids she didn't encounter any of the other survivors true which would have been interesting now that i'm thinking about it so presumably if now that's got me wondering so if you die in the library you're automatically uploaded to the hard drive like what if you're just there and the Vashina Narada aren't a thing and you have a heart attack?
1: I think, <laughs> I think all of that was the computer taking like precautions it wasn't supposed to because it was of the Narada. Yeah, I yeah. think specifically that incident
2: has caused it. To oh, start I see. Absorbing saying. everybody. Mm. Oh, into okay. It. Mm. So wait, the chicken? There's uh, <laughs> <laughs> just a chicken leg jumping well, around at the
0: end. You Just the leg. Could yeah. You, could you imagine at the end if when the crew is coming up to to meet River and like proper Dave's got a chicken leg in his hand?
1: <laughs> Just the leg. That <laughs> was a oh oh, missed
0: opportunity, Stephen Moffat. Oh my gosh. Huh. All right. So who's who? Who is Donna? Um, sometimes you need the element of surprise for boyfriends. Um, mm-hmm. You might be doing it wrong, Donna. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can we talk for a minute about the many fake lives of Donna Noble? This struck me watching this episode. She lives a whole fake life with a whole fake family in this story. Then she lives a whole alternate life, or a good chunk of it, in turn left. Well, I say a whole life. Even in this episode, it was was just a decade. But she lives a whole alternate, what, couple of years in turn left. She then... Had her memory of her time with the doctor, doctor just wiped out. This poor yep. girl has so many fake lives stored up inside of her head, and presumably she didn't didn't she have like with the meta crisis situation? Didn't she get like all of the doctor's memories? Wasn't that like she definitely got his knowledge? Did
2: she get his memories? I don't remember
0: if I that don't was clear.
2: Think he got she got her memory. Wait, no, because she knew his name. Oh, did she say that? Yeah. Donna did? Yeah. Oh, Donna, I don't remember that part. Donna was the like the only companion that knew his name.
0: Oh, wow. So, it's just so much going on in this poor woman's head, and when all of that gets erased, it also erases this guy. And oh, and by the way, there's a part of me that watching uh that episode where where she gets erased and then we find out uh, later on, uh, not that episode, but later on when he's interacting with Wilf, and he keeps trying to get her to go say hi to Donna and everything, and we mm. find out she's dating someone. I wanted it to be this guy. Now he's from like the 54th century yeah. or whatever, so, so it like, make sense, whatever. I like- But I wanted it to be this guy. I oh, so bad, so bad, so bad wanted it to be this guy, and that would have been that would have been so poetic, but wouldn't have worked. Um, she's been dieting. I love. the she finds out like what? She finds out she's in a digital recreation of the of the world and she's like, I've been dieting.
1: <laughs> she hasn't.
0: Even your body is not real. Yeah, no, it's like, mean. why have I been trying to lose weight? It's not real. Oh. <laughs> Sucks. So bad. Um, she says, Her perfect man was gorgeous and hardly able to say a word. What does that say about me? And the doctor says, <laughs> everything. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? I meant nothing. I meant nothing. I meant nothing. And then the heartbreak that she never knew he was real. Because they just had to stab
1: you in the eyes one last
2: time. (laughs) The eyes? Why wasn't it the heart?
1: I don't don't know.
2: She was like, yep, that guy was probably made up as
0: well. To me, it's a big enough tragedy that his stutter prevented him from shouting out to Donna. And so therefore they didn't get to reunite. But the fact that that means she walks away assuming he wasn't real, just like the children. That just makes it like a hundred times worse. You know, like if she could have thought, well, maybe he was real and he didn't make it back out or he was real and I don't know, I'll never see him again or something. But um, He's
2: probably not even real. Eh, Well,
0: whatever. Yeah. That's terrible. Mm. Um, Who is River? Uh, She says, look at you. You're young. And I went, you're young, Alex Kingston. Holy crap. (laughs) She looks so much different from just from this episode to the next time we see her with Eleven. Um she looks so much different and then yeah then you jump ahead to you know I've seen her uh, I've seen her recently doing some videos on YouTube of like her reacting to some of River's greatest scenes and everything and it's like man that was, that was a while I mean this is what two thousand and eight that's fourteen years ago it's amazing um and then she reads out some of the stuff on the in the diaries uh, she mentions the crash of the Byzantium and the picnic at Asgard I what.
1: Crash of the Byzantium is the episode we were talking about. It's the next one that she's in.
0: Yes. Yes. That's, yeah, it's called The Time of Angels, but it is, that's the one. I felt like she, A, said more things here, and B, more of them were real things that later happened. Uh, And maybe, maybe I'm thinking of other diary scenes. Mm -hmm. Remember how Jim the Fish became a running gag? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There may have been other times where they're comparing diaries, and she says, have we done this yet? And then that becomes a thing that that happens later. Because she's even mentioned that in interviews, that she said when she was first reading this, she said, I had no idea what I was talking about, obviously. And then years later, she's like, oh my gosh.
2: Oh yeah, Jim like Fish. Yeah, because mm-hmm.
0: remember, Moffat wrote this episode. He was not the showrunner yet. And he was the showrunner for 11 and 12, which is... Mm. The, you know, the high water mark for River Song. So. He played yeah. a long game he, like
1: hardcore.
0: He oh yeah. really, really did. He really, really did. You imagine
2: why, if we never got the payoff for this.
0: Like, oh, we never right? see her again. Oh my
2: gosh. Yeah. If we
0: never saw her again,
2: like what? Fans would be losing okay, their mind.
0: The same way that fans are constantly saying, when is the doctor going to go back for Susan Foreman? Yeah. And assumes that any woman who steps onto the screen is Susan Foreman. Um. You know, everybody is the master. Everybody, Susan Foreman, or the Ronnie, or Romana. It, it would have been the same thing. It would have been oh, yeah. every person we ever meet. It would be like, is that River?
1: Yeah, except um, that time. <clears throat> well, that kind of did happen. It was
0: true. Yeah, yeah. yeah wow. But I'm yeah. saying, like, if she ne- if she didn't come back, it would be for 20 years. It would be talked about. Of course, it's already been. It's already been 14. Oh my oh, god. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um. It is so much more tragic watching this the second time. Trip and, and Corbin both commented on that and I was like, yeah. And for me, this was the first time that I'd seen it post uh Husbands of River song, which just makes mm-hmm. it uh, you know, the gut punch even harder. So um I'm not even sure the the episode where the episode where she gets called out of the database into the remember the psychic group chat or whatever?
1: Yeah
0: with with the with the Paternoster gang? I don't even know if we had covered – I don't even know if I had seen that episode by the time we covered this one. No, I had to have seen that one because that was during Eleven's time. So anyways. Anywho. Um, I love the line, you've only just met him. No, he's only just met me. What?
1: That (laughs) sounds like stalkery. It sounds like a
0: crazy person.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what? (laughs) It's like, oh, that makes sense. I was thinking
0: crazy in a different way, but yeah, it's either crazy or stalker crazy. Yeah, either one. Um, she sent a message to a psychic paper, but it arrived earlier than she planned. I never caught quite caught that because I thought earlier meant because he got there before she did. But no, oh. it meant pre eleven. Like it ca- it got to an earlier incarnation than she was intending. Mm-hmm. Is what is or yeah, eleven or twelve or something. Um, we get we get implications that she has interacted with all of the prior doctors. Um, There's the, there's, I think it's in husbands of river song. She flips out all the pictures of him and she doesn't have a picture of 12, which is why she doesn't Um. recognize him. So there's the implication. And I think the comics and the audio adventures and everything have pretty much done this. Like we've seen river with most of, if not all of the other doctors. Um, So uh, but so, then so I don't know which she one she was her? trying to
2: summon, but she got she didn't get the one she thought she was why, aiming why for. Why wouldn't he recognize her then? Uh, y- what? Yeah, uh-huh. wibbly wobbly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, Corbin, did you write this next note?
1: Um, which one?
0: Uh a bit of discontinuity. What was? Did I write that? I don't remember what that note was about.
1: I don't. Oh, I think. Weren't you saying something about? she had intended to send the message to the 10th doctor because she knew her time was near. Or am I misremembering something?
0: I don't remember what my note meant there. I put, she sent a message to a psychic paper, but it arrived earlier than she planned. And then I said, is there a bit of discontinuity here? And I don't remember why I wrote that. I don't know what one thought that was there.
1: Anyways. Uh, okay.
0: He does. She does say 10 isn't her doctor. Are we just, Saying that eleven clearly is because yeah. I mean, that's what I always think of. Like she got the one episode with twelve. Now, granted, she spent twenty six years with twelve. Mm. So, but I always, I always feel like eleven is her doctor. Like that's the yeah. one that she, you know, married first of all, and all those stories and, and adventures and everything. Um, she said, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." She says, "I've seen whole armies turn and run." talking about demons run, he'd just swagger off and open his TARDIS with the snap of his fingers. You know, So um, again, foreshadowing something that hadn't even been written yet. Dang it, Steven, you're so good. Um, the last time she saw, okay, so here's where we get, this, this is the biggest foreshadow because this literally happens. She says the last time she saw him, he showed up on her doorstep with a haircut and a new suit. And then she says, you took me to the towers of Daryllium Um, they, it's like Moffat took this and said, now I've got to go write this episode because it literally, he literally says to river in that episode, this is a new suit and I've just had a haircut. Like he literally says those words to her. That's why she even knows that it's a new suit and a a new haircut because she didn't know who he was when he showed up on her doorstep. She didn't recognize him at first. Mm hmm. Or didn't recognize him at all because she'd never met this this incarnation of the doctor. So, again, fantastic foreshadowing. And then I just wrote, blah, 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 blah. Everybody lives. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Corbin, is this where you put your note? Just this once,
2: doctor. Everybody
0: lives. I was like, oh, my gosh, guys. This would have been the perfect place to say it. And then they made us wait like five minutes. I told Jared, I was I like, was I have never heard a more. I've never seen a more cathartic five minutes of television in my yeah. life. It was so amazing. Um, especially because we just watched the doctor dances. Mm-hmm. We just did that line. So again, that is a Stephen Moffat line, man, that I, that I didn't. And, and as I was watching the episode and I was like, wait a minute, did everybody live? <gasps> everybody lived because everybody got uploaded to the thing. So even the people that got eaten by the Vastra Narada lived. And so there you go. That's what happened. Uh, who is the 10th Doctor? Corbin didn't remember the blue suit. How could you not remember the blue suit, man?
2: Yeah, that was Tardis like... Tardis
1: blue, I did not remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: he had, a, he had a brown one. I think he had a black pinstripe one and then he had the blue one. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> his line, look at me, old and thick, head's too full of stuff, I need a bigger head. <laughs> <laughs> I need a bigger It's <laughs> such a great line. Okay. I love when he like gets on himself about that. I'm so stupid. Um, He's a time traveler. He points and laughs at archaeologists, to which River says, River Song, archaeologist. Um, I love – oh, I'm pretty boy. That's great. That's pretty boy with me. Um, River, in trying to explain to her shipmates who the doctor is, she says, he's the only story you'll ever tell if you survive him. Oh, which, none of them did. Uh, the 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 one guy did. The owner of the corporation, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he actually did survive. He actually did make it out of there alive. So, um, River says, I trust him to the end of the universe. And actually, we've been, I don't think we ever saw that. Did we ever? Oh, wait. No, we saw it. I guess the Big Bang to that whole okay.
2: There you go.
0: Yep. Um, <laughs> River says, It's a carnivorous swarm in a suit. You can't reason with it. To which the doctor says, Five minutes. Give me five minutes. And then he does. And then he, does. And he, does. <laughs> he does. He does. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, "This gob doesn't stop for anything." That's a pretty accurate description of the doctor. Um, I'll try not to die. Trust me, it's my main thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, goals. Yeah, yeah. goals. Goals. Can't have goals. Um, I'm the doctor, and you're in the biggest library in the universe. Look me up. I just love it when the mm. doctor just rests on his own yes. reputation, which is why He's it like, bothered me when he you decided You've hurt to erase someone himself. I
2: love. That's a bad That's a place, bad place to, to be standing. Stand.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Oh. <laughs>
0: um, Donna asks him, are you all right? And he says, I'm always all right. That line, every time I hear that line just killed me. Because he's like, I'm always all right. I'm fine. I'm like, hmm. no, you're definitely not, but I'm always all right. No. And Donna calls him out. Oh, him. Yeah. Is that Time Lord code for you're definitely not all right? Because I'm, I'm all right, too. Yeah. Um. Everybody knows that everybody dies, but nobody knows it like the doctor. But not every day today dot uh, dot dot five minutes later <laughs> so i did record it i did write this down some days are special some days are so so blessed some days nobody dies at all now and then every once in a very long while every day in a million days when the wind stands fair and the doctor comes to call dot 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 everybody lives and trip and i literally were like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and corbin was like
2: Oh, calm but, down. I was like, what just happened? I, I mean, know. Trip
0: and I were literally like punching the couch, like flopping Come around. On. It was it was so you funny. If I hadn't had the laptop no in dies. my lap, I would have
1: literally just rolled into the floor. Both of them managed to call it like way early into that mo- monologue.
0: Right. And they just yeah. would never do it. Would, yeah, no, they wouldn't. I, I called it. I don't know if I said it out loud, but mentally when she said today
1: and he plugged the thing in. And she got one of y'all said it out loud. Everybody lives. And then clearly, oh, yeah. both of y'all. would you say? Neither one of I think, us. No, one of y'all did. for I sure. I think
0: we both. I, I think I did when when he plugged when she said today and he plugged the, the thing in. Yeah.
2: I, that's. Yeah, I think and that's the two what I of said.
1: y'all just spent the next five minutes on the edge of your seats. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: they, they dragged it. It. They I really. Dragged it so long. didn't think she said it, and I
0: could not remember her. I saying couldn't it. remember. I could genuinely not remember, it. and so I was like, "If he leaves this without being said, I'm oh. going to scream." And again, it was like, I hated every minute of it, but in the best possible
2: way. Yes. So. <laughs>
0: hey guys, Noobs of the Hoot is brought to you by listeners like Victor, Jared, and James. If you find value in what they do, like what in what they do, tell them thanks. Um, yeah. If you find value in what we do, support like our do. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, then join them and do what they do. com slash support. Go find your favorite way of supporting your favorite podcast today. All right, so that brings us down to our Classic Who connections. Let's hear what Jared has to say today.
3: Well, hello out there. Uh, this is Jared, and uh, I I don't have any Classic Who connections for you today. We're not uh, really talking about Classic Who stuff. We're doing the, the new Who rewatch, and I just wanted to jump on. Unfortunately, I couldn't record with the crew this week, but uh, I did want to give some of my my thoughts after, after rewatching uh, the episodes. And so I... Um, man, these were these were two really good, uh, just really good episodes. R- really great story, two parter story, uh, introducing River. Having now watched through so far everything that we have with River, and and going going through, I don't think think I had seen her final. Uh, episode yet, uh, it could have been wrong. But when when we started going through these again with Noobs and the Hoovian, I don't think I'd seen the uh, Towers of Deridium and and all that that episode. So having all that in mind and watching coming back and seeing River's introduction, uh, it was so cool to watch that. And I'm so grateful that this was the one that that the Noobs and the Hoovian landed on. Uh, that this this story arc. Uh, or or two parter was the one that they decided to do for this one. So uh, really, really uh, uh, loved loved watching again. Uh, surprised uh, it, uh, the the Hoovian texted me and said, uh, "Be sure to record your wibbly wobbly memories section." And I assume that means like the things that I remembered that weren't weren't actually in the episode, or things that I didn't remember that were in the episode. Which is there's there's much more of that. Uh, I'd say. Um, and uh, wow I, I I remembered of course the whole bit about the Vati Narada. I remembered that they come in through shadows and you gotta count the shadows and uh, that, that they were they, they were there because the, the their forests were turned into books you know that's how they got into the library and uh, then were threatening everyone and I even remembered everyone was saved and all that but man, I totally forgot about Donna's Fake um, existence. You know, I, I remembered she got pulled into the computer, completely forgot that she met a man, fell in love. Uh, that Miss Evangelista came back and, and showed her that her children were just all the children there were just copies. Uh, the, the whole Dr. Moon business, man, completely forgot about all of that. I was, it, it was, uh, once I started seeing it, was like, oh, yeah, of course, there's all that. And so, but, so it wasn't like totally watching it new again, but. A lot of it was, like, like, totally refreshed seeing it again for the first time. And, and oh, does Donna do such a good job of, like, not wanting to let go? She loves that life. She, she's met a man and children that she loves and realizing, of course, well, she doesn't really have a choice anyway, but uh, she, you know, she had to let go. And then the tragedy of the two of them missing each other there that they could have found them, it would have been so cool if they had... Uh, brought that back someday but um, anyway just uh, you know and 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 I did remember that uh, of course he saves River uploads her into Cal uh, into that um, you know that the, the data ghost saved on the screwdriver uh, up, uploads her in there and and uh, the the Huvians probably already already said, you know, that, that the last 5 minutes he texted me is like the last 5 minutes of the story was so cathartic. And I'm like, "Oh yeah. The the roller coaster they put you through of of the love and the loss and the, and the the death of of River and then saving her and and you know, basically nobody dies, everybody lives in some form or another at least, whether it's in in a virtual reality or real, reality, who's to say which is which anyway. So I, 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 you know, big, big, big thumbs up for this this episode. And I, I, I know we probably don't do a rating, um, as, as I recall, uh, don't do a rating anything. But man, just such a great story and great introduction to a, a, a one of my favorite characters of all of Doctor Who, River Song. Uh, just they, they, they did so much with River and I loved loved exploring her and seeing her. Seeing her start slash ending, I mean, who can say that? My my first episode was actually my last episode, and yet I had other episodes to come. You know, who can ever say that as a character in a in a TV series? Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, I think that that about covers it. Uh, just wanted to, like I said, give give a little bit of uh, uh, my two cents for the you know one and a half people out in the world that actually. You know, now there's probably no one who actually cares, but want people in the world who might be interested. I'll put it that way. So, you know, uh, that's, uh, um, that's all I got. So I, and I'm going to, right after this, I'm going to go record, uh, a little bit because there is, as long as the schedule hasn't changed, uh, they're going to be doing the five doctors next, or at least they'll be doing it soon. So I'm going to record kind of an intro to that. It'll probably be like five, 10 minutes, really just a point five episode that, uh, give you a little bit of background we already if you've been following along with the classic who the the master plan classic who uh, uh, episodes you're gonna you're gonna know most of what you need to know because it's it's really you've got the master story leading up the only thing you're missing is Castrovalva so uh, I'll throw that out there right now if you want to watch something before you watch the five doctors watch caststrovalva and, and I'm getting ahead of myself but uh, in case you don't listen to the point5. That'll maybe give you just a little bit more about the the master leading into this, but you don't really need to. So anyway, uh, that's all I got. Thanks to News and the Hoovian for letting me hang around, and I look forward to to bringing you a uh, .5 episode on the five Doctors, uh, giving you a little introduction to that next time.
0: All right, thanks, Jared. Um, looking forward to the point five. Now all of a sudden, I want to. I wonder if we have time to watch Castro Alva. Mm. probably not. Probably, probably not. Well, The, I mean, the so Five it, Doctors is a single episode 90 minute. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not a four-parter, five-parter, six-parter. So I don't know how long Castrovalva is, but I don't know. Probably, probably a few episodes. Maybe least. we could take a look. Hmm?
2: I said probably a few episodes at least.
0: Yeah. So you remember we did, um, we, we covered out of order the last yeah. two stories of The Fifth Doctor. Fourth Doctor? Fourth Doctor. Fourth Doctor. But Castrovalva, I think, was the next one. Oh. The, the one that's the fifth doctor, so might might be interesting if we have time to to go watch that
1: or yeah um, four episodes
0: four episodes I mean that's, <clears throat> that's not terrible that's two hours yeah. we could we could crank that out tomorrow night or something I don't know maybe why ooh, maybe watch some this afternoon and then some tomorrow mm-hmm. night and then Wednesday night do the thing do the big thing. hey, anywho uh, back to the podcast uh, <laughs> so how uh, overall impressions how did you guys
2: like this this time compared to last time? I, for the first episode, I feel like I didn't like it as much this time because I already knew like beat for beat what was going to happen. Okay. But for the second half, I, I think I enjoyed it a lot more because like I already knew river. So like the ending was really good and I didn't really remember most of what happened in the second half. So you remember
0: the first one a lot more? Yeah, I remember yeah. the first
2: half cuz it wasn't as like weird and it was a lot slower paced. Okay. So I think as a story I definitely enjoyed it a lot more cuz I knew River and I knew like where she was going and like, mm-hmm. I knew like what her and the doctor had. So the ending was a lot more sad and I also didn't remember that she like did a narration over at the end. I remember him like completely snapping at the end, yeah, but I yep. totally forgot.
0: I remembered the snap. I completely forgot about her doing that bit at the, obviously.
2: Because <laughs> <Well, laughs> yeah. I was like, ah, is she going to say it? Ah.
0: Yeah, I forgot that whole part. I remembered her getting uploaded. I forgot that she met up with the rest of the crew. I forgot about that part, that it turned out that they all, you know, were in there as well. So so what, what did you say overall then?
2: So I liked it better this time than yeah. last time, I feel like.
1: Um, I think knowing more about River obviously adds a lot to this. A lot, yeah. But you have to really appreciate this episode for introducing a character who, like, he doesn't do the whole, like, here's who this character is and what they're yeah. about. Just leaves it, yeah. It's, yeah. Knowing it's that like, he's
2: going to come back to it.
0: Here's
1: this character.
2: Hoping oh yeah
0: i mean think about it it was it was a couple years
2: yeah yeah until we saw her again
1: so it's it's not only that like she acts like she already knows the doctor like she's Mm -hmm. written as if we should already know who she is that's true yeah and i think it helps with the ending where it's even when you watch it for the first time, it's still kind of heart wrenching because you don't know everything about this character, but you definitely But you know, know it's an
2: important character. This
1: is an important character. This is a likable character, and it's someone we're probably gonna care about
2: yeah. <laughs> in the future. One well, day, hopefully.
1: <laughs> you
2: know something Cross I never thought about. That works we I,
0: I always kind of dump on the trope of uh, here comes my long lost high school sweetheart or <laughs> my yeah. brother or whatever you know, onto the science fiction show. And we know that person is there yeah, just, just to die. die. Yeah. And, yeah. um, what do you guys think? Uh, cause that we kind of, I've never thought about it before. We kind of did that it. with river.
1: Kind of did. I feel like, okay, it's this two things. A, hmm. First of all, even within just this episode, she's a more dynamic character yes. than they usually are. Oh, yeah. Right. Cause they just, they want to put the bare minimum effort in while still trying to get the gut-wrenching thing but in this episode it's like this is a this is an oh, actual yeah. human being right who this
2: surely is going to be important you know what else
0: lately. is interesting is it's only half the trope it yeah. is because the trope is normally here is oh someone my you care about yeah, here my is someone
2: childhood friend is back again right
0: well and what it is is normally it's someone that you care about has someone that they care about and they lose them, so that makes you care. care about. This is someone you care about is told by someone else that they care about them, <laughs> yeah, but like, they don't yet. Like, so we don't get the fake emotional investment, really. Yeah. No. We The doctor doesn't suddenly go, ah, yes, River Song, my long-lost wife, and we all have yeah, to no. just go along with that bullcrap. This was, wait, who are you? Like, the doctor felt yeah. the same way that we normally do when that happens on every other sci-fi mm-hmm. show.
2: And I think it's like, why are you important? Adam? I almost feel
0: or? like we probably care about her more than he did for yeah. a while.
2: Yeah, and it also so, helps that we get to
1: know her more. Yeah, you know she does. Oh, yeah, she does. To have first of all, you get two Thoughts, whole episodes.
0: Man. She's not there for one mm, episode. Yeah, it is two whole episodes. Uh-huh. And then also, I think it's I think it's enhanced by the promise that there's more that yeah. we're going to see her again and again. I just double checked. It was two years. It was. June of 08 to April of 2010. So
2: there were some people who are like, is it ever going to happen? Right, right. Yeah,
1: so I, I do like it better, but I still have to applaud it because it stands really well even, even without, without the, the rewatch. Yeah, Because I'd say it, it's pretty hard to get invested in a character that you don't know yet.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah, And yeah. he
1: managed to do that pretty well. Yeah like I yeah. you actually Please the first time matter. around yeah yeah Moffat. yeah and just the long game on this where oh, yeah. it took 2 years for and her to even payoff, show though. up again it was nearly a decade before we really rounded off her story
2: uh yeah really I was just trying impressive.
0: to think about um how long
2: I mean she ended with 12 but before that I think she had one episode with 12 was... now it makes me wonder no that's the
0: whole point she never met twelve until the husbands
2: of River yeah. Song. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's oh, oh. the one episode with twelve.
0: That was December of 2015. Yeah, so
1: seven and
0: a half years later.
1: I feel like has any show even really been able to do this in the same no. way? Because
0: you know, you well, the other standout uh, example that I would have is Captain Jack. <laughs> well, <laughs> which yeah, which we've already established spans earlier and later than River Song.
2: Yeah, he was but it season doesn't one. This wibbly wobbly, like out of order thing.
0: No, no, no. no as it Does much
2: doesn't. But as
0: far as a character coming back, mm-hmm, and and yeah. us get. And by the way, he got his own entire spinoff show, so that's you know, yeah. a little different. But but um, he could have easily been a
2: one-off character that we never saw. And again. he could still come back to this day. Like, like <laughs> um,
0: yeah, there was some talk. Like originally, it sounded... It seemed like they were hinting that maybe he was gonna be part of season thirteen. Oh, really? And now I'm not sure. And now I'm wondering is he gonna be in one of the specials or something? Oh. Like I don't I'd like I don't know. see that. Like, I feel like, like it that. was a lot there was a lot like- of Captain Jack hype for him to be in half of an episode. Remember when he like came in and said, Beware the lone Cyberman? Oh yeah, that mm-hmm. was And then we and then it was like, he's gone. It was a whole season yeah. before we saw him in the in the New Year's special. So it it felt like way too much hype for him to that be yeah. it, for him to come back for one I really episode.
2: feel like that was just fan service like both of those seasons like there's so much fan service I don't know that. I
0: I like him interacting with the new companions I, I didn't like that
2: think I do as yeah. much I feel like it would be better if he came back in a special that way you, like there's a reason that he's he's here cuz we're getting the band back together like this makes sense this is why he's coming back like what? an anniversary special, you mean? Yeah.
0: Ooh, there's one of them coming up. Hey, so Corbin, what was your uh, what was your overall? You said yeah, I'd say
1: I liked it better.
0: Yeah, um, I'm having a hard time articulating this because this there's a reason why I voted for this one. Um, mm-hmm. Well, and again, I remember I was originally going for the girl in the fireplace, and you yeah. guys pushed me. Y'all started talking about this one, and I was like, "Ooh, it's such a good one, and it's yeah. river, and it, I don't know, and, it's and then river. yeah."
2: First episode,
0: um, and I mean like y'all didn't twist my arm at all. Like y'all brought it up and I went, Oh man, I'm changing my mind <laughs> oh, yeah. really quickly here. And there's a reason because it, to me, it is such a good yeah. story. And as Jared said, kicks off one of my favorite characters, yeah. Dr. Who, he and it's I agree a good on that
2: one. Establishing episode for yes. this character.
0: Yes. Um, for, as Corbin said, uh, something that no other show can do. Oh yeah. I mean, like you can't do a river song without no. time travel. Um, so I loved it then and I don't know how to say I loved it even more now. I mean like last yeah. last time I was looking back at my notes with with um the the empty child and the doctor dances my rating was loved it then loved it now.
1: Yeah.
0: I think this time I would say loved it then loved it even more now. Like because yeah, you I, got more experience with River this time around. Exactly. Exactly. It, like I've, I've mentioned ad nauseum at this point. Yeah. Um, I, it, 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 adds so much depth to it. It so, adds so much tragedy to it. Yeah. adds so many in jokes because again, when the first time you hear her say that's <laughs> the, the, the towers of Daryllium, the first oh. time you hear her say the crash of the Byzantium, it's like, those are it's words. Like, yeah. I mean. uh, yeah. So when you're, when you're doing it, it's, it's weird. It's a, it's a prequel without being a prequel. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a prequel done the right way because so many times you watch a prequel and there's so many callbacks to the old series that watching them in quote unquote chronological order doesn't make sense. He managed, Moffat managed to pull it off by, do, by, <laughs> by having the prequel actually before yeah. the series. like somehow managed That's to awesome. do it. So loved it then, love it even more now um so uh that brings us down to the game plan as uh jared said we are finally getting back to um i don't know why that says finally um we are i think that's leftover from weeks ago oh yeah (laughs) we are going back not finally we're going back to uh the master plan to watch the and i didn't really crystallize this until i was looking at the notes the 20th anniversary special that's why this is a multiple doctor oh. episode, because it was the 20th anniversary. I so, didn't know that. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, the three doctors, uh, one that we... No, what did we cover? The two doctors. We covered two doctors. the two doctors. That one was not an anniversary special. No. It just happened, right? But there was, a I don't know, a 10th anniversary special, I think, that was the, the three doctors. Really? And then this one was the 20th anniversary. It was the five doctors. And what's interesting is, think about that. So for the 10th, there had been... Three doctors. So they had all of them. At this point, there had been five doctors. So, so they, they had, had all of them. All of them. Kind now kind of. Yeah. Well. I was gonna say you're going to see real early on why that's not necessarily the case, but that was what they were going for. So you have the five doctors. Um, and then the, the by the way, that is why. That is why I want the 60th anniversary episode to just have every doctor. That still has a pulse. Yeah. Just grab every, every one of does. them and wibbly wobbly hand wave your way through oh, yeah. or de age or whatever. We have the technology and/or it's science fiction, make up a bullcrap story about why they all look <laughs> I so. I was changing
1: old. my look.
0: <laughs> I mean, you brought back Baker and just made him the curator and just like, yeah, sure. like through caution and cable to back the wind. Again. Yeah, I like don't whatever. Care. Yeah. <laughs> Um, just set up something that we're going to have to hopefully pay off one of these days where we get a Tom Baker lookalike or we just oh, finally yeah. bring CGI to the point where we don't even use actors anymore. Hey, we yay. just keep reusing the old actors in in 3D CGI form. So anyways, we're going to cover um, the 20th anniversary special, The Five Doctors. After that, we're covering Groundhog Day. Wouldn't that be hilarious? No. <laughs> Again. We actually did that. Uh, sort of. We're going to be doing Star Trek The Next Generation's Season 5, Episode 18, entitled... Cause and effect. So we did Groundhog Day, but it's Christmas. Groundhog Day, but it's Doctor Who on New Year's. Groundhog Day, but it's
1: Groundhog Groundhog Day. Day. And we're
0: doing Groundhog Day, but it's Star Trek. So um, that used to be on Amazon Prime. I don't know what the fate of everything is right now. Mm -hmm. So by next week, I'll double check and make sure, is it on Prime? Is it on uh, Paramount Plus? or is it on Hulu, or is it on all three? I mean, Netflix, or is it on all three? Because in the last five years, it's been all
1: three of those things. I think you just listed four things.
0: Prime, Paramount+, Plus, or Netflix. I said Hulu and then corrected myself. I meant Netflix, not Hulu. Yeah. So at any rate, it's on one of them dang things. So I'll tell you which one and uh, make sure that you can get signed up or you can, you could, I know you can go on Amazon and like rent it for $1.99 or whatever, or buy it or, or however it works for $1.99 if you don't want to actually go and get Paramount Plus for a whole month or whatever. So, anyways, guys, noobs in the Whovian is a production of Master Closet Studios where it's always a little bit smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Your audio engineer is Thing One. I'm Trip. Your production editor is Thing Two. I'm Corbin. Special thanks to TARDIS.wikia, excuse me, TARDIS.fandom. I'm gonna update these notes one of these days. For the trivia, thanks to Jared for his uh, not his classic who connections as much as just just the this gift of your voice. <laughs> we care. We yep. do care. We want to hear from you, Jared. The podcast is made up up of the friends we made along the way. (laughs) The the real podcast was the Jared that was inside our ears all along.
2: Yeah. What? Anyways, (laughs)
0: shout (laughs) out to Victor, Jared, and James for their ongoing Patreon support. You can find us at noobsinthehoovian.com where you can find links to all of the things, a big old subscribe button on how you can support us, all those kinds of things. Wherever you do find us, make sure that you subscribe, download, share us with a friend, click the button, ding the bell, do the thing, whatever, whatever. Not because we're a great show, but because we watch one. As always, my name is Austin. I'm the Hoopie, And these are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And And we're the news. And until next time, be safe if you can be,
1: but
2: always be, amazing. (laughs) I didn't know if you wanted me to say amazing. I was like,
1: (laughs) amazing? Okay. And everybody lives.
2: (laughs) Everybody lives! (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye.